podcast um i've ever done um well actually it's my first podcast i've done on my own i did one with a friend of mine a few years back um but i ended up moving out of the county um when I, so we had to kind of stop um and also we were busy with other projects um it was kind of a, a more of a just thing to do out of boredom than anything else Um, so the kind of more important projects took over um but yeah uh, as I said, welcome to Head Think. I'm Alan Fleming, and today we're going to talk about um, the flat Earth theory that a lot of people believe in these days. Um, but before we go into that, I just want to tell you a bit about myself. Uh, so my name is Alan. I grew up in Galway in Ireland. I'm currently living in Westmeath, uh, but yeah, it's a. I moved in here a few years back. But anyway, uh, don't need to go into that kind of thing. Um, so I am 31 years old. I, I studied sound engineering in college. Um, so kind of figuring out how to do this kind of came pretty easy to me because it's basically talking into a microphone and making sure it sounds good. Although I do planning a bit better microphone um, because this one is designed for um, film and TV more so to shotgun like MK1. Um, that's a condenser mic, so it's picking up a lot of other sounds in the area. Even though shotgun mics tend to say when you point them at it, a certain thing, that's the main sound to pick up. But this still picks up other sounds. It depends on mic, but it depends on the mic you have. Um, I'm rambling now. Uh, if anyone is interested in sound engineering, there's a bit of a bit of stuff for you. Um, but yeah, I'm 31. I have a huge interest in music. I've played drums and guitar and a bit of piano most of my life. Started playing drums over 20 years ago. I started playing guitar about 15 years ago. Um, I've played drums in loads of different bands. I've played guitar in one band. That was my first ever band in school, so it doesn't really count. I was still learning at the time. The funny thing about that band, that was called Kama Sutra. Um, it's quite, it's kind of an embarrassing name, but uh, me and my friends got together and we thought it was hilarious at the time. And sure, we were all listening to the likes of Blink-182 and that kind of thing. So, it, uh, yeah, you can see where the influence came from there with the humour of the title. Um, I'm not even going to go into what the album cover I designed looked like, but yeah. Uh, Shane, if you're listening, do you remember that album cover? Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, sure, that's a little bit about myself. I also love movies, and uh, I'm quite nerdy. I love, uh, like, um, I haven't read comics in, in a few months now because I've been kind of doing other things, uh, but I do like to read comics. I started off reading uh, Green Lantern. The guys in Subsidy in Galway, shout out to you lads. They're uh, they're uh, they're really good. They pointed me. I went in there completely clueless, not knowing anything about comics, and I wanted to read comics for a while. But when you look at them, it's so um, it's such a vast uh, ray of like everything, characters and universes, and so much stuff. And it's like, where the hell do I start? I went into those guys, and they were like, "What you kind of into?" And I was like. Uh, I, I think it was around the time the Green Lantern movie came out because I remember mentioning I like Green Lantern. Can you guys hear that fly? I just flew by the mic. Anyway, yeah, I remember uh, going in. I think I said Green Lantern to them and they kind of showed me where to start with Green Lantern and uh, it, I, they gave me a book of the origin stories called... Re, it, was a re, it was the Rebirth origin story book. I'm looking at my collection here. I can't see it. Um, anyway. 
Yeah, so those, yeah, those guys in there are great. So um, they got me into reading comics. I then kind of started reading stuff. I started reading The Walking Dead, a bit of Trans Metropolitan. Um, I read some of Manhattan Project. I need to pick that back up. I got up as far as issue five. Um, that was class. That was it's such deep, deep sci-fi. Loved it. I don't know why I stopped. I just need something got in the way. Um, I read uh the but I'm a huge fan of Buffy. And Joss Whedon stuff, so I've read kind of the Angel books, the Buffy books, Spike. There's one Spike book I've read called Into the Light, which is, it's really funny. If you like the character Spike from Buffy, I'd highly recommend it. Basically, he tries to break into this, uh, I think it's a jewelry store, but he used to have it as a layer or something like that. I can't remember exactly. All I remember is he tries to break in to get something back, and it's something ridiculous. Um, but it's hilarious. Um, it really brings out the comedy uh, that's like kind of embedded in spike's character i always find that's like he's a dark dark character but i always find he uh he's the character is like it's comedic more so it's like dark comedy as well as with him but yeah it's very funny funny moments in buffy of course if you've watched it um but anyway i'm rambling i'm kind of done talking about myself oh yeah one other thing i love dogs and yeah, <laughs> I had to get that in there because uh, I don't know where our little guy is. We have a little doggy called Ralph here. He's a pug and he's six and he sleeps most of the time. He's probably downstairs on the couch right now. Um, he does follow me around, so you'll probably hear um, him walking into the room because there's wooden floor here, so you'll hear him walking. Um, he'll probably stumble in at some stage and kind of cry at me until I lift him up onto the something comfy to sit on. <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. So basically... Just a brief description on what the whole thing is. So flat earth societies consist of oops, just hit the mic. Flat earth societies consist of individuals who promote the idea that the earth is flat rather than spherical. Spherical being the actual way it is. Just getting across here that I I'm not a flat earth believer. <laughs> um but I don't have any discrimination against anyone that believes in it. People can believe in what they want. It does not harm me. The only time I think I I don't think anything is um I well you should never discriminate against anyone but if you were going to the 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 right opportunity would be sometime when someone is harming other people um because of the way they think for example people who think that um anyone from the LGBT uh, community like people think that they shouldn't exist or shouldn't do what they want to do or live the way they want but uh. I'm sidetracked, I'm sorry, I'm going off, Jesus, I, I feel I'm going to start rambling a lot in these podcasts. Um, but yeah, you get what I mean, you get what I'm saying, basically, um, it's, uh, it's you can think whatever way you want to think as long as it doesn't harm anyone, um, it doesn't hurt anyone, um, then it's fine, like, it's, it's harming, if it's harming yourself, then yeah, maybe you should go talk to a therapist or something, but um, I'll get into that in another episode. Actually, I've, uh, I, the re- I, I'm making a joke of that because I've been to therapy. I think I'm allowed to. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we'll get into that in another episode. I actually want to do a mental health episode at some stage, but um, for now we're going to stick with this flat Earth thing. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so they want to pr- they want to promote the idea that Earth is flat rather than sphere, and that's what they believe in. Uh, such groups date from the middle of the twentieth century. Some adherents are so serious, and some are not. Uh, those who are serious are often motivated by pseudoscience or religious literism, literalism. Uh, through the use of social media, flat earth theories have been increasingly espoused. 
Okay, I can't even read my own writing. Um, okay, basically, through uh, flat earth theories have kind of blown out of proportion because of social media and people creating groups on Facebook and things like this. And yeah, uh, so um, there's a bit of historical context as well um, because it didn't just come out of nowhere. Um, this came from something back in the 1800s uh, from a, an English writer named Samuel Robotham. Robotham? Robotham. Samuel, R-O-W-B-O-T-H-A-M, whatever way you want to pronounce that. Uh, so Mother Flattered Hypotheses originated with this English writer uh, in 1816 to 1884 is when he, was when he was alive. Uh, based on conclusions derived from the Bedford Level Experiment, Ro uh, this uh, writer, Robotham, whatever his name is, published a pamphlet, Zetetic Astronomy? Why are there so many words I can't pronounce? <laughs> Um, yeah, because I wrote these down, but I didn't, like, um, try and pronounce them as I was writing. I was just, like, writing it down. Um, anyway, he later expanded into the book Earth, Not a Globe, proposing the Earth is a flat disk centered at the North Pole. Uh, so, basically, in the middle is the North Pole and bounded along its southern uh, edge by a wall of ice. So, basically, it's like a disk shape. In the middle, you have your... Um, your your uh your North Pole and on the rings on the outside, is there someone here? No, I just I heard Ralph barking downstairs. <laughs> um, so yeah, your North Pole is in the middle. The ring on the outside is like a big wall of ice. I'm picturing the wall from Game of Thrones here, <laughs> but that's what the Antarctica apparently is that to, to stop you from falling off the Earth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so. This uh, writer further held that the sun and moon were 3,000 miles, uh, 4,000 kilometers um, above Earth, and that the cosmos was 3,000 3 mile, 3 miles above the Earth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also published a leaflet titled The Inconsistency of Modern Astronomy and Its Opposition to the Scriptures which argued that the Bible, alongside our senses, supported the idea that the earth was flat and immovable and this essential truth should not be set aside for a system based solely on human conjecture. So he's basically, there he's saying that the Bible, alongside our senses, supported the idea that the earth was flat. Um, I, I don't mind people believe in religion. Uh, you can believe in what you want. I personally do not believe in any of that. I think like there's no proof whatsoever um for any of it i don't believe in that i believe in things that are real scientific proven um theories i believe in because they're proven to be real the word proven there is quite important um sorry to any religious people here i just i very i'm not against personally i'm against religion but i'm not against anyone um believing in it um you could whatever makes you feel good whatever you want to believe in you know um if that's what makes you happy in your life, then fair enough. And I'm not going to stop you from doing that. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that's kind of the historical context of it for that guy, Samuel Robotham. Um, he's got some books there if you want to check out uh, Based Inclusions Arrived from the Bedford Level Experiment was an experiment he did. I'm just going to click into this because I don't really know what that is. The Bedford Level Experiment is a series of observations carried out along a six-mile uh, length of the old Bedford River on the Bedford level of the Cambridgeshire Fens in the UK. 
During the 19th and early 20th century to measure the curvature of the Earth, Samuel Brody Robertson, that's him I'm guessing, they put in his middle name here, um, who conducted the first observation starting in 1838, claimed he'd proven the Earth to be flat. However, in 1870, after adjusting Roth, uh, your man, the writer, <laughs> I'm not pronouncing that name every time, uh, basically after adjusting his method to avoid the effects of atmospheric refraction alfred russell wallace found a curvature consistent with a spherical earth so basically your man alfred good man alfred yourself fair play to you he discovered that the earth was spherical and uh that's the way it is so i'm glad he came along but i suppose it, it was bound to happen at some stage because technology advancing and everything but this lad alfred i'm going to click into him now because let's go a bit deeper into this hole of uh and see what we got here uh, Alfred Russell Wallace, 1823 to 1913, was this when he was alive, was an English naturalist, explorer, geographer, anthropologist, and biologist. His best known, he's best known for independently conceiving the theory of evolution through natural selection. What? I, okay, I have to Google this, because I didn't realise, no, hold on, let me just read that again. The, is best known for independently conceiving the theory of evolution through natural selection. I'm googling who I'm about to Google who um, conceived the theory of evolution because I didn't think it was him. Theory of evolution. In the early 19th century, John Baptist Lamarck proposed the theory of transmuted species. Of, uh, Charles Darwin, yeah, of course. What the hell? Like, how did I forget that? Charles Darwin and Russell Wallace published a new... Ah. So, I've heard of Charles Darwin's name a lot, but not Alfred, ever. That's strange. I'm not going to go into it now, but that's interesting. I wonder what percentage of work the, these two guys did. Like, Charles Darwin is the one that's famously known for uh, coming up with a theory of evolution and, like, basically... That added to so much scientific discovery because of been able to go back through things to find, figure out how they evolved and everything. But yeah, this Alfred of what Russell Wallace guy was also uh, a co. Um, he published it with Charles Darwin the theory. That's interesting. Oh my god! Did anyone else hear that? That was Ralph walking around. That's downstairs. <laughs> I've this mic turned gained up pretty high because um it was the best way to get some clear sound. Here he comes up the stairs. Do you hear that? <laughs> Ralph! I'm in here. There we are. Hello, you found me. Oh shit, I'm not picking the mic. That sounded like No, no, you're not no, come here. Come on. Alright. Just hitting off this mic, my god. So this stand, if I even tap this, listen. Like, you can't touch it, because I've gained up so much, It's the sound is quite sensitive. Hence, you're probably hearing on the sound. Yeah, I'm not even going into this. Um, I'll do another podcast on sound engineering and why you can hear things downstairs on this microphone. Um, it's got to do with compression, but I'm not going to go into it now. Um, yeah, so back to this... Before we got rudely interrupted by the boy, by the little puppy Ralph. Uh, <laughs> he's lovely, we love him. Um, in 1858, Charles Darwin and Alfred Russell Wallace published a new evolution theory. A new evolutionary theory. 
explained in detail in Darwin's On the Origin of Species. Okay, so maybe Darwin had more to do with it. I don't really know. I'm not going to dwell on this. We're going back to the flat earth people because I've gone off on a tangent here. Okay, so there's also like, there's a lot of, I think a lot of the reason why people are believing in flat earth, there is, there's a very big uh, culture um, of people following celebrities and like loving their every move and wanting to be them and like it's it's kind of an unhealthy obsession a lot of people have um now i i i i'm obsessed with some celebrities myself for example nathan fillion from firefly he's an amazing sci-fi actor he's an hilarious actor um but i'm not going to go stalk the guy i'm not going to do everything he does just because he does it but there are some people out there that act like that um and it's it's yeah it's it's if it makes them happy, I guess why not? But I just I don't see why you wouldn't want to be yourself. And but anyway, so basically going off what I'm saying there is I think a lot of people believe in the flat Earth because there are a lot of celebrities who've come out in the recent years to say that they completely believe the Earth is flat, and it's it's yeah, and so people latch on to this belief and start believing it themselves because they're they're idol and celebrity they're their celebrity island these people can't do wrong and you know so i think that's a huge part of why people believe in the flat earth thing um also like you have to be kind of stupid like at the same time <laughs> but to like like all you have to do is to go up in a plane that goes up high enough depending it has to travel a good bit of distance um, i think planes the further they go the higher up they go i'm pretty sure that's the case um but yeah like, I went to New York recently, and when you go up, you can see the fucking curve of the Earth. Now, I don't know what they think when they look at that, like, and why that that doesn't prove to them that the Earth isn't round. And the fact that they don't believe in gravity, clearly, because it's a different topic. <laughs> Um, but anyway, one of these celebrities who believes in it is Shaquille O'Neal, a basketball player. Obviously, everyone knows the name Shaq. Um, so he announced on his podcast in March that uh, Earth is flat to me, in his words. He went on to say, I do, not go up, I, I do not go up and down at 360 degree angle. And oh, Okay, this guy can't even type. Okay, I do not go up and down at 360 degree angle. And all that stuff about gravity. That guy English is so goodly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us? It's not? The world is flat. That was what Shaq said. A few days later, though, Shaq announced that he was just messing with everyone. I'm joking, you idiots, he said. He clarified... Um, uh, scientific rebuttals of Shaq's flat earth claim. I'm going to click into this because I don't know what this means. Okay, I'm not signing up to anything. Um, I can't click into that because I have to sign up to something. Uh, anyway, but people who think the world is flat aren't necessarily primed to uh, believe their ears when they hear a beloved celebrity saying he was just making a joke of, th of their theories. Quick stroll through the flat earth society forum suggests that some true believers now think Shaq was simply pressured into retracting his statements and that he's on their side. Oh my God. Yeah. Because that's the way these people think. When if, when, when uh, something goes one way, they're like, oh, there has to be a reason for that. He must have been forced into saying that. No. He's, he's, uh, he's Shaquille O'Neal. He can probably say whatever he wants. He has a Twitter there. 
pretty sure if someone tried to force me into saying the earth is flat, I wouldn't do it. Like, they're not paying him off. Shaq, I'm sure, has a lot of money. So, like, anyway. There's a couple other ones here. There's uh, the rapper B.O.B. Um, so this, uh, he wants to crowdfund a satellite. The rapper B.O.B. is also known as Bobby Ray Simmons Jr. It's famous for having gotten into a Twitter fight with a physicist, Neil, with the well-known physicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, over whether the Earth is round. Uh, B.O.B. raised his profile further this year with an attempt to crowdfund his own rocket launch to carry a camera onto the space into space to look for the curvature of the earth flat earthers of course don't believe in the earth's curvature which for the record becomes visible to the human eye at about three hundred fifty thousand feet or thirty-five thousand feet jesus yeah thirty-five thousand feet not three hundred fifty thousand. um elevation off the ground basically that's so when they're up that high that's when you start to see it uh but only given at least six at least a 60 degree field of view According to a 2008 paper, making it hard to detect from a typical passenger airline window. Um, okay, that's weird. Anyway, two months after the fundraiser was posted, BLB has reached... Oh, God. After two months, he raised six grand. So it just shows there's not that many people following him because... Like, I've seen crowdfunders for TV shows and stuff that people love, and... Yeah that's not that much in the space of how long two weeks after two months oh god it's even worse yeah so thank i have a bit of um hope for humanity here now because clearly not that many people are supporting him because they don't like i wonder how much money he has like blb is pretty big he can just do it himself one million is a lot of money though he probably doesn't have one million to spare um, so I don't think anyone unless you're like seriously seriously rich has money lying around and especially the music business these days it's there's not as much money in it as it used to be um, who else is here solar eclipse fuels conspiracy theories well okay so there's a thing here that says solar eclipse fuels conspiracy theories eclipses are, are moments when it becomes really possible to look up and remember that you live on a spinning ball well unless you're a flat earth believer <laughs> Uh, then they're proved though that the science that the earth is flat uh, flat earthers used August 21st total solar eclipse that crossed um, the United States as evidence of their beliefs according to Forbes they argue that the west to east eclipse path was evidence of something fishy because the sun moves across the sky from east to west right actually the moon orbits earth from west to east so the moon's shadow follows the path of the moon. Yeah. Uh, flat earthers also argued using flashlights and coins that the moon's shadow should have been bigger than the moon itself. The problem with this argument is that the sun is an extremely distant, diffuse source of light, not a nearby point source. So the flashlight analogy doesn't fit. Yeah. Instead, the moon is like... A tiny speck against the backdrop of the sun's massive light. Well, yeah, the sun's tiny compared to the fucking moon. Or, the moon is tiny compared to the sun. So, like, how do they think that the shadow's going to be bigger than the moon? That doesn't make any sense. Is it flashlight like the moon's shadow should have been bigger than the moon itself? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Like, even... 
Like, they don't believe that the sun is really close, do they? One thing I must say, there's a lot of, um... There's a lot of hate directed at Flat Earth people, like... What? Like, I know that I'm doing a podcast about it right now. Um, but, like, don't attack these people. Like, no one deserves that. Um, you see a lot of stuff online. The internet is always going to be full of hate. And it seems to be where people who just have their own problems, from what I could tell, and just want to attack other people. Because they... I don't know if they feel insecure or what. Um, but they're all, um, yeah, it's just a shame that people attack each other on the internet because uh, there's a lot of... It's bullying that's very hard to control. And the Flat Earth guys here are kind of... Like, I get... I don't know. Like, I, I'd love to be... Like, talk to someone. Like, if anyone knows any Flat Earthers or listening to this... Um, ask them would they be interested in being interviewed by me because I like I don't know any of myself um, like there is a flat earth society in Ireland maybe I should reach out to them guys and just see what they like I don't want to insult anyone so like the thing is bringing them on to, to interview them would be it would really show why they believe the earth is flat, but at the same time, I'm afraid that it'll make them look really, really, like, ignorant or stupid. Or I don't want to use those words because it's very... I find those words offensive. <laughs> um, but you, you get what I'm saying. I don't want to make them look bad. Uh, or who, if so, I don't... like. If, if you know anyone that will be out for doing it, just let them know that I'm not a flat earth believer but I'm very interested in why people believe in flat earth and hopefully we can go from that um, now I'm going to keep this podcast short because there's not much else to talk about besides the fact that okay there's a couple other things actually um, so like the whole thing with the earth being flat um, do planes fly from like say Asia to America but without going over Europe I don't know I'm going to google this because that's one thing okay so planes do fly from like Australia to America I figured they would but I just wanted to double check because it's much shorter than going across Europe or actually it's not actually it is shorter it's not by a massive amount so actually no North America I'm looking at flipping South America yeah no it is quite a distance um yeah, so there. If the flat Earth theory is true, and it's it's a flat Earth surrounded by ice, which is the southern, um, the icy part down there. What do you call it? The southern hemisphere. Uh, the uh, down in the southern hemisphere. Oh my God, my brain's broken. The opposite of the North Pole. I'm not thinking at all at the moment. Basically, yeah. So that is supposed to be a big ice wall. And as I said earlier, what I can imagine is the big wall like Game of Thrones. And it's the, like the big wall from Game of Thrones. And imagine the wall squished down like a flat disc. Like you'd look at a map, but instead of it being the square, it's round. And on the outside, it is a big wall of ice stopping you from falling off. Um, and in the middle is the North Pole. So it's basically, from what I could tell, it's like if you squished, if you got the earth and you squished it down, the bottom of it flat, flattened out and the top of it went into the centre and it was just all flat like that. You'd have your North Pole in the middle, 
the South Pole. There we go. <laughs> South Pole on the outside. Um, all as a ring around the edge because it's split out and, and spread to the edges. That, uh, that's what they believe. Um, and the rest of the Earth falls into place then from those two points. Um, yeah, but that's what they believe. So if planes fly... F- oh, hold on. Yeah, no, that would that would make that's they, their argument here would be that it's it's just flying around the edges or something. Yeah, you can't prove that. You can't. I can't go into that. There's a couple of. Uh, let me see. Another athlete asks questions. Okay, whatever. There's a thing here saying another another athlete asks questions. Um, whatever is the water is in the water at the NBA apparently affected the cricket world too former English cricketer Freddie Flintoff oh my god recently hit the tabloid circuit with his opinion that the earth is flat or possibly turn up shaped okay does any uh, I if does anyone wants to show a league of their own I'm a big fan of that I, I find it very funny Freddie Flintoff is one of the people on that show every week he's the main he's one of the main uh, team people um he's the captain of one of the teams in the show um and he came out and he thinks that the world is flat. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, this is Flintoff discovered his beliefs on his Flintoff discussed his belief on his BBC Radio Five podcast in November, asking why the water in the ocean doesn't wobble if the Earth is hurting hurtling through space. Oh God! It's because Earth's rotational speed is basically consistent. For, um, Forgiving the impersonal slowdown of about two milliseconds per century. Uh, the oceans move with this consistent spin, just as a passenger in a car traveling down a highway moves the same speed as the car. So I wonder if someone has said that to him because, um, yeah, man, like when you're in a car and you're moving forward, you're not wobbling around the place. You're not like, you, the car is moving, so you're connected to that. I, you're connected to that thing that is moving so you're also going to move at the same speed and consistency and everything with that moving thing the earth works the same way we spin around we don't necessarily feel we're spinning like or moving through space but like because we're connected to the earth we're standing on it we're part of it we can't like of course like oh my god and also the size of it, like, it's like when you're on a cruise ship, you don't really feel like you're on a ship when you're, like, in the nightclub or whatever on the ship. Because it's massive. And it feels like you're just on a flat ground, like, but yeah. Poor Freddy. I honestly didn't think he was, like, you can tell he's like a, I suppose he does look like a Labrador. Uh <laughs> The internet has undoubtedly expanded flat earth believers reach. The Economist recently reported that based on Google Trends data, interest in flat earth as a search term has risen significantly over the past two years. Flat earthers are now meeting in person too. Uh, the first flat earth international conf- uh, conference was held this year in North Carolina. Um, it was hosted by Cryptos Media and the Creation Cosmetology Institute. Uh, both of which use religion overtones in their flat earth philosophizing. The organizer of the conference told Live Science that about 500 people attended. Oh, God. That's not a lot of people, but still, like, those 500 people truly believe the earth is flat. Or at least want to. 
believe. Why would you want to believe if you don't believe? No, I'll tell you, they all just believe. But both both of these organizations use religious overtones in their flat earth philosophizing. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. Using something else that's not proven to to prove something that's not proven. That seems to be what this is. <laughs> We're going to use this thing here that no one can prove to prove this thing over here that no one can prove. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. So basically, my thoughts on this whole thing. I think celebrity influence on the internet has be, is, plays a huge part into this because people believe a lot of what they believe online. And it's just... Especially when it's coming out of the mouth or tweeted from some celebrity that they absolutely adore and believe their word as gospel. And now I'm using this. I just say gospel. When people do believe the gospel, I suppose, so I can use it. Personally, for me, I can't. I, I don't. But uh, I don't believe in that. As I've said already, I don't need to keep repeating myself. But yeah, um, people do believe the earth is flat. And it's it's a strange... Like, it was proven so long ago. Where, where, I'd love to know where this started. I'm going to... Before I go, I'm going to look up one last thing. I want to see... Because I know it originated in... Like, back in the 1800s. 1858 is when he... Charles... Or, no, that's not true. I'm reading the wrong thing altogether here. Ignore that. Um, back... Where... 18, no, 1816. Now that's when he was born. All right, it doesn't actually say. So roughly between 1816 and 1884, um, that's when uh, the modern hypothesis originated with the English writers. So that's the modern hypothesis. So it obviously came a long time ago. People were talking about this. Um, but I want to see in recent years, like in the last two, three years, it's just come out of nowhere. Um, why do people suddenly believe the Earth is flat? I'm googling that to see what comes up. Um, when did no? That's not what I want to ask. When did it become? Become popular to believe in flat earth again. To believe the earth was flat. Popular to believe the earth is flat. And this probably won't get me direct to my answer, straight to my answer, but I might figure it out. Myth of flat earth, okay. Myth of flat earth is modern misconception that the prevailing cosmological viewing during the Middle Ages in, in Europe was that the earth is flat and still spherical. I'm looking at an image here. The famous flat earth engraved originated in Flammer's 1888 book. Um, just look up Flammarions. F-L-A-M-M-A-R-I-O-N-S. He released a book in 1888 showing how the earth is flat. So that's the modern. That's not modern enough for me. Let's keep digging here. Early modern period. Late 18th century. 19th century. The science is especially strong. Oh, God. Okay. When things... When, when I read sentences that say religion and science 
the bond between them was especially strong. It just makes me cringe because it should never be that way. 20th century and onward. Okay, since the early 20th century, a number of books and articles have documented the earth, the flat earth era as one of the uh, of a number of widespread misconceptions in popular views of the Middle Ages. Uh, both E.M.W. Tilliard's books, The Elizabethan World Picture and C.S.W., The Discarded Image, are devoted to a broad survey of how the universe was viewed in the Renaissance and medieval times, and both extensively discuss how the educated classes knew the world was round. Um, Lewis draws attention to the fact that in Dante's Divine Comedy about the epic voyage through hell, purgatory and heaven, the earth is spherical with gravity being towards the centre of the earth, yes. At the devil, as the devil is frozen in a block of ice in the centre of the earth. Dante and Virgil climb down to the diverge torso, but up to the devil's waist to his feet as he wastes, as his waist is at the centre of the earth. Okay, well that's clearly, a, yeah. Okay, so the Internet Air Flat Earth Movement is new enough that no one has done any um, psychological research on it. Uh, still, psycholo psychologists have studied why conspiracy theories are appealing. In general, the reason fall into three main categories. A social... The first reason has to do with the, re the search for knowledge and certainty. People who feel uncertain tend to be drawn to conspiracies. Douglas told Life Science. So this guy, Douglas, who they obviously um, interviewed about this. Um, this happened on both small and large scales. When people are induced to feel out of control in a psychological st uh, psychology study, they became more open to conspiracy belief, 2015 research found. Um, there is also evidence that conspiracy beliefs spike during times of social crisis, such as after the 9-11 attacks, according to a paper published last year in the journal Memory Studies. Uh, though imagining shadowy um, cabals behind every corner might seem scary, conspiracy theories also seem to offer believers uh, the promise of control in the form of knowledge and insight that others lack, Douglas said. You have a need for security and control, and you don't have it. He's uh, so you don't, so you try to compensate for it. Interesting. So that's possibly why people believe in conspiracies. I personally know someone that believes in nearly so many different conspiracies over the years. Like, like I don't have enough fingers on my hands to count how many or toes either. Probably. Um, like, there's nothing wrong with believing in that conspiracy theories. If, if yeah, but. Like, there's so much proof against them, and there's no proof to show for them, usually. Sometimes it's false proof. This is kind of coincidental evidence or something like that, but... Uh, yeah. So I finished that up with uh, why conspiracy theories are appealing, and it's apparently got to do with the person's need for security control that they don't have, so they try to compensate for it by... Um, wanting to believe in these things because they have control over that belief i guess and that's interesting that comes from a psychologist um who studied uh people believing conspiracy theories i'm gonna just click on there's a link here why conspiracy theories are appealing um let me just go a bit more into this before i go uh the okay sheriff of douglas county in origin 
where a mass shooting occurred on October 2nd is in hot water after discovering that he posted a Sandy Hook Truther video to Facebook in 2013. Now, a new study cast doubt on the psychological blame for belief in such conspiracy theories. Okay. Uh, contrary to popular opinion, the research finds people who uh, think conspiratorially, people who think people who think conspiratorially, yeah, okay, <laughs> aren't more likely to assume everything happens for a reason. So they don't want to believe that, or they're not likely to believe it. Uh, rejecting the likelihood of random chance that people who don't hold conspiracy beliefs. What we show is that the psychology of conspiracy theories is located in a rather high level of cognition. Uh, perhaps at the level of beliefs and ideology and not at the level of deeper personality and perception mode. Said So this was from uh, Sebastian Diguez. Uh, he's a researcher, uh, postdoctoral researcher at the University of Swiss, uh, Fribourg in Switzerland. Um, accepting randomness. There is a lot of stuff here. You know what? I'm going to go into this again. There's too much stuff here. Though. I'm just going to bore you guys to death. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. <clears throat> so that was uh, a little kind of look into Flat Earth. Why people believe it. Where it came from back in the 1800s. And the modern belief of it seems to come from just social network, uh, social media, uh, celebrity influences and these kind of things. And people just believe in it because of that. Um, I'm not going to judge them. I just don't want to believe in the bullshit myself. Uh, yeah, so thanks, guys, for listening. I, I'm going to try and do this weekly. Um, obviously, I'm not going to get it done every week. Because uh, this isn't my job. I'm doing this for fun as a hobby. Um, yeah, so also, if you want to check out, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, check out, if you search Alan Fleming, you'll see me. I'm a ginger guy wearing a, uh, a flat hat, a flat... A, blah. I have a ginger guy wearing a snapback hat and I have an orange wall in the background. Um, I can't give you my link at the moment because it's gibberish. Uh, YouTube don't allow you to uh, customize your own links until you have a certain amount of views or something along those lines. I've, I've read it before, but I can't remember exactly what what the rules are. So uh, if, you, if you just type in Alan Fleming, you'll see me there. I have a lot of videos regarding uh, things I believe in, like the recent um, referendum where uh, the Eighth Amendment was uh, repealed to allow women to have abortions in this country, or at least allow legislate for the abortions in this country. I was a huge part of that campaign, so uh, I put up a video on that. Um, there was a little protest we did called I Walk With Her. If you're interested in it, check it out. It's on my YouTube channel. I also did, there's a guy here from Gaul, from Athlone here uh, in Westmead. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but... Uh, yeah, well, actually, I'm going to say his name. is Kenny, because he does say his name in the video. Uh, but yeah, you can check that out. That is Kenny has been denied uh, medical marijuana that he was prescribed by doctors over in Spain. Um, and it showed that it was reducing the cancer that he had. And the government, the Irish government has taken it off him because it's not fully legal here. Uh, so there was a march to, for him and for other people suffering to legalize medical uh, cannabis in Ireland. It looks like it's going to happen soon. But yeah, there's another video there about that. I have a couple other things. The first one I did was actually a vlog. It's kind of funny when my friend Gav comes to, to visit. Uh, we do some funny things involving eating a chili. And that was not fun. It was funny to watch afterwards, but it wasn't fun to do. Uh, so yeah, if you search Alan Fleming on YouTube, you'll see. All right, cool. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks a million. And I'll see you next time.